You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For those of us who have not been around for some time, we've been talking about thanks living, and the essence of this series is that our lives are an outpouring of thanksgiving to God. Praise the Lord. And so everything we are is because of Him. And therefore, we give everything unreservedly to him. And we do that cheerfully. Praise God. Well, he has done so much and we cannot adequately repay nor reciprocate. And therefore, each and every day of our lives, we actually want him to know that we know. And we are always aware of his interventions and interventions. Both in the internal and the external. In every facet of our lives. He comes through for us. Praise God. Now. The Jewish church in the wilderness is our first case study. The Jewish church in the wilderness and what happened? Well, in Exodus chapter 12, verse 35 to 36. And the people of Israel did as Moses said and asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry. And for clothing. And the Lord gave the Israelis favor with the Egyptians. So that they gave them whatever they wanted. And the Egyptians were practically stripped of everything they owned. So we're talking about God's deliverance of Israel from Egypt. And if you're a New Testament believer, this typifies a salvation. God taking us from the world and bringing us into the kingdom. Praise God. So it typifies you saved by God's mighty hand. Amen. All of those was in preparation for Christ to be revealed. Are you understanding me? Okay. Now, when they were living... God instructed Moses to tell them that they should actually ask of the Egyptians their gold, their silver, their clothing, and everything. And, and, and because he, God, has a purpose for that. 
And that's why the believer must understand that God does not give you to hoard. Anytime God gives to the believer, it's because God has a purpose for it. Are you hearing me? And I keep telling us that God will give to us because he, God, would need it for his kingdom, for his work. Are you getting the point? So here God is redeeming them. And God is arming them with money, with wealth, so that whilst they go to the promised land, they would be able to use it to bring nations to him. Are you getting the point? Yes. So look at what, what happened. It, um, Exodus chapter 25, verse 1 to 8. Jehovah said to Moses, sorry, 7 and 8. Jehovah said to Moses, tell the people of Israel that everyone who wants to may bring me an offering from this list. Are you here? Jehovah said to who? Tell the people of Israel that everyone who wants to may bring me an offering from this list. Now, you could realize, uh, we have, I mean, we're spoken about this, that God always wants cheerful word. So, although he gave it to you, he wants you to give back cheerfully. Are you hearing me? Because if he forces you to give, then it is no more worship. And if you also have a problem of giving, then it tells you where your heart is. <laughs> Are you getting the point? Ah. So, look at what happened. So, he gives them the list. So, let's, let's look at the list. Gold, silver, bronze, blue cloth, purple cloth, scarlet cloth, fine twined linen, goat's hair, red dyed rams, skins, goat skins, acacia wood. Now, you can see that God was giving them specific. Oh, hello? So, you see, anytime God wants you to give, he gives what? Specific. And today in the New Testament church, listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. When we say that we want people to give to the Lord, and we mention certain amounts. Listen very carefully. God knows what you have. And he would impress you as to what you must give. Oh, hello? Did you hear what I said? So he would actually, actually impress you and speak to you as you must what? Give. You're going to see something. Watch this. 
olive oil for the lamps, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, oink stones, stones to be set in the effort and in the breastplate. For I want the people of Israel to make me a sacred temple where I can live among them. Gives them the list and tells them why he wants them to what? The purpose is clear. Are you here with me? Okay. Now, between this point and the building of the tabernacle, what happened? I want you to study Exodus 32 to 34. When you go home, take time and read through that space. Okay. So between here and, and, and then the building of the tabernacle, something happened. Moses was called by God and, 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 and to, to, to speak to him. And when Moses went, can you believe that all the money, the gold, the silver, and everything God gave them, they asked Aaron to build for them a golden calf. I want you to read the story. Take time to read it. And what happened was just terrible. It was just terrible. And Aaron didn't know what the people wanted to do. Aaron felt <laughs> that they wanted to use that as a means to worship God. Because they felt that Moses was not coming. So they didn't know what happened to him. And they need to do their rituals. But the people had the agenda. And so in the end. When God told Moses to come down. He actually told him, go and see what the people are doing. And what they have done with the resources I give them. What you realize is this. Anytime God gives resources to people. And they don't use the resource to serve God. They will use it to self, serve self. And they will use it to build or craft golden cups to worship. Are you here with me? Anytime you don't use your resources to serve God, you will use it to serve yourself. Say yourself. And yourself would always stand in the way of who? as simple as that. So you check. Put pen and paper to how you use your money. And you realize that for most, you use them for self that in the end takes you away from God. 
When a believer decides to channel what God gave them not back to God, they will end up using that same resource to self-destruct. Are you here with me? So God actually spoke to Moses. Moses came down. And when Moses came down, look at what happened. Exodus 35. You can see we are progressing. Okay. Exodus 35. Let's go ahead. Four to nine. Go. Then Moses said to all the people, mm-hmm. This is what the Lord has what? Commanded. So he had to go over everything that God told them once again. Go. All of you who? 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 So you see, once again, he didn't force them. That's the God we serve. The point is this. The act of the will is very important to God. So God has given you your will, but then the actions of the will has consequence. Hello? No, are you getting the point? So he would actually tell you what to do, but you would have to decide to do what he tells you to do. He would always leave the decision to... Oh, hello? Is that simple? Very simple. Oh, hello. Am I teaching you? Okay. So, go. All those with, with what? With what? With what? With generous hearts. May bring these offerings to Jehovah. Oh, hallelujah. All those with what? Generous what? Hearts. Generous hearts. Generous hearts. Tell the next person, I am generous before God. Oh, tell them, I am generous before God. So you, you, I'm sure that God already knows those whose hearts are generous towards him. He knows those who respond. <laughs> so look at what happened. So gold, silver, I don't want us to go. So all of those things we saw there, we're seeing them here again. He had to go all over again. To give the instruction. Okay, next. He called, come all of you who are skilled craftsmen, having special talents and, and construct what God has commanded us. The tabernacle tent and its covering, clasps, frames, bars, pillars, everything in specifics. So, let's go. What happened? So all the people went to their tents Are you getting the point? 
So all the people went to their tents to what? Prepare their... Watch what happened. Go. Those whose hearts were stirred by God's spirit returned with their offerings of materials for the tabernacle, its equipment, and for the holy garments. Oh, praise God. Those whose, who allowed themselves to be stirred. Hey. As for God, he will speak. But whether it will stir you. Hey. <laughs> Look at the next. Go. Both men and women came. All who. So you see what the staring meant. The staring meant they had what? Willing hearts. That's why they were stead. So God spoke to all of them, but some were stead. Why? Because they had willing hearts. Hey, are you here? Somebody say willing heart. Ask the next person, do you have a willing heart? Wait for an answer. Wait, wait, just wait. Shortly. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold, jewelry, earrings from their fingers, necklaces, and gold objects of... Can you see what's going on? No, do you understand what's going on? Did you read carefully? So they had gold rings on their... And some brought them. That's the word. Sacri. So it's not out of luxury. Now, you will be seeing clearly that in most of the giving, a lot of times, people give not out of luxury. They don't wait to get much. You see, already they had wasted most to build a, a golden cow. And God has called them back to repentance. And is asking them to give. And they found it an opportunity. And a privilege. To make up. Are you getting the point? the way the place is quiet shows that we are all pondering is that right yes it's good to reflect others brought silver and bronze as they are offering to the lord some brought the acacia wood needed in the construction the women skilled in sewing and speeding prepared blue purple and scarlet thread and cloth and fine twined linen and brought them in everybody found something to do Something to give. 
Nobody sat on the fence. Are you getting the point? Each one of them brought in something. Those who didn't have gold, silver, they brought their skill on. everybody some other women gladly use their special skill to spin the goat's hair into cloth the leaders brought oils stones to be used for the effort and the and the chest piece and the spices and oil for the light and for compounding the anointing oil and the sweet incense so the people of israel every man and woman who wanted to assist in the work given to them by the Lord's command to Moses, read it, brought their free will. Free will. Free will. Means cheerful hearts. Is that right? Generous hearts, willing hearts. Is that right? Next. Thirty-six, four, seven. Let's go. But finally, the workmen all left their tasks to meet with Moses. And look at what they told Moses. What did they tell Moses? Go. We have more than enough materials on hand now to complete the job. Hello? May that be our record before God. Oh, are you getting the point? Said we have more than enough. To complete the job that the Lord has commanded. We have more than enough. 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 And so what did Moses do? Moses sent a message throughout the camp announcing that, that no more donations were needed. You see, that should be how the church should operate. Oh, hello. Then at last, the people were restrained from bringing more. Yes. Yes. Because what they have will complete what? The task. That should be the case. We should have more than enough. And say, it's okay for now. Are you getting the point? Yes. Would you be fulfilled if that happens? Yes. Yes. Okay, let's look at the church of Jerusalem. Right when the Holy Ghost descended, this was the church. They spoke a lot about the church praying and praising. And there were a lot of miracles. 
powerful things were happening in the church. And then in Acts 4, they showed us something. So if it started from Acts 1, 2, 3, the next chapter is what? 4. So in Acts chapter 4, they showed us what happened in the church. So let's look at it. They didn't show us in Acts chapter 20. It shows, it shows us that right from the inception of the church, this is how it was run. This is how it began. Are you getting the point? Let's all read. Go. After this prayer, the building where they were meeting shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and boldly preached God's message. All the believers were of one heart and mind and no one felt that what he owned was his own. Everyone was sharing. Is it consistent with what I've been teaching? Watch this. No one felt they owned. It's one of the major things we have to be careful about church. Is how people feel they own what they have. It is the most dangerous thing for any believer. When somebody makes you feel that way. And you begin to measure yourself. By your achievements and the things you own. He is actually making you tread on dangerous ground. Right from the inception, look at the doctrine of the church. The doctrine of the church and the practice of the church was that nobody owns anything. Everybody is a steward and therefore stewards distribute. That is the doctrine of the church. This is how believers live. Everyone was sharing. So look at what happened. Go. Next. And the apostles preached powerful sermons about what? The resurrection of the Ten ways to be successful. Yeah. That is the problem of the church. Five steps to make money. The focus was on the gospel. Praise God. The focus was on the gospel. Hallelujah. 
that they should come to Jesus and he will make them rich. That's not the gospel. That's not the gospel. Because there are people without Jesus who are very rich. And they didn't do juju. Oh, is that it? They worked hard, that's all. And they used their intelligence, a business acumen, to make money. They didn't come to church. So one doesn't have to be in church before they can become what? Rich. No. If that's the focus, it's a joke. But the one who comes to Jesus and dwells on Jesus to help them, listen very carefully, they know how to channel what they get from Jesus. That's why the guy who got it in the world uses them the way he wants. Do you get the difference? Watch this. Go. There was warm fellowship among all the... And what? And what? And what? Oh, my Jesus. No poverty. For what? Or who owned land and or houses, sold them and brought the money to the apostles to give to others. This one is big. Oh, this one is big. Listen, let's ask ourselves these very, very honest questions. Are we living the life of believers? Please, let's wake up again. Let's, let's wake up again. Because, because the point is, it's like all of us are making a mockery of ourselves. And what we stay, we stand for. I'm, I, I'm not joking. This is the word. Is that not true? Is it not as plain as possible? Is it self-explanatory? It's so clear. Watch the difference. Watch the difference. The difference here is this. He explained that they had warm fellowship among all the believers and no poverty. Why no poverty? And then he shows us why. Those who have so much realize that they don't need so much. And that is not a sign. Listen, having much is not a sign of maturity in Christ. You see, that's why we got it wrong. Because today, that's how we measure people are blessed. You see how we have turned the tables. Rather, when somebody has much today, we say, where they are blessed. 
you know, and the moment they begin to show the trail of their wealth, then everybody respects them. But look at actually the model here. The model here is that in the match they have, they rather brought it down and gave it to those who didn't Let's share it. Everybody should have something. The most important thing is that we shouldn't have needs. Are you getting the point? Everybody should be cool in one way or the other. At least everybody should be able to pay their children's school fees. Everybody should be able to have a place to lay their hair. You know, those are the things, the things that are needful for life. Let everybody have something so that we can all focus on serving the Lord the way we have to serve him. So rather, listen very carefully, rather, you know what they did? They are giving, listen, they are giving, give them focus. Because their match will become a distraction. That's why everybody, go and check your Bible, that came to Jesus, gave all the things they have. Because they are the distractions of life. Listen, when you see people stand behind the pulpit and they begin to tell, I have this here, I have that here, I have that here, I have that here, it's they don't know who they are in Christ. They are babies. I'm telling you. Are you here with me? So please, don't let it be your dream as a believer. You see, that I want, that's why most of us are distracted. And you can't even come for fellowship with the word. Because you see, you are always looking for so much. And that's what takes your attention from him. You see, and any time, any time, you, you, you do something, maybe you go for a meeting and, and uh, the things don't go well in the meeting, then you lose your self-confidence. You, you, you understand what I mean? And then you feel like, no, God has left me. Because in your measure, things should be cool just here and when they are cool there, then I can serve God where? When my bank account is full, then I can serve God well. It's a, it's, it's a deception. You're going to see it in the next. Let me finish with that. For instance, there was Joseph. The one the apostles nicknamed Barnabas. And encourage the encourager. He was a he, he was of a tribe of Levi from the island of Cyprus. He was one of those who sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles for the distribution to those in need. 
an instance. It was just an instance. It means that there were, that was the practice. So they're just giving examples. One example. That's, that's what it means. And then look at the next. This is the end of chapter 4. So we are starting from chapter 5. And I'll end with that. Chapter 5. So it's, you know the Bible was not written in verses and chapters. Do you understand the point? They were letters. Are you getting the point? Yeah. So actually this starts the second letter of Luke. Luke was the one who wrote Acts. And he was a medical doctor. So everything he wrote, he wrote with very scientific precisions. Did investigative, he really investigated everything before he wrote. He was an intellectual. So you see, but, the moment it starts with but, then it means that everything that we have seen before, this one is in the contrary. So, but, we gave you an example of those who are doing it right. But this one, Ananias, with his wife, Sapphira, who sold some property and brought only part of the money, claiming it was the full price. You see, the problem is nobody cared whether they brought half, quarter, full, or even none. That's their problem. But they sold the property, brought part of the money, and were claiming it was the full price. Are you getting the point? That's deception right there. Are you hearing me? Now, have you realized that through everything we have read, God loves a cheerful... And he's dealing with generous what? Hearts. And willing... So if you are not willing, forget. Ananias, Sapphira, take your money. Are you getting the point? Don't, don't come. So they are now bothering the system. His wife had agreed to this deception. But Peter said, Ananias, Satan has filled your heart. When you claimed this was the full price, you were lying to the Holy Spirit. This gets very close. Very close. Do you know why? Because now the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's why Peter said what he said. You're lying to the Holy Spirit. The witness 
of your giving is the Holy Spirit. It's not for show. You see, we must understand giving in the house. It is not, it is not for show that everybody will see that me too I day. No, Ananias Safir, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. The property was yours to sell or not. Oh, hello. The property was yours to sell or not as you wished. And after selling it, it was yours to decide how much to give. Let's go to the next. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God. I had not looked at this thing. You know, and that's one of the things you really need to look at. Is it, you may have heard some scripture several times. Preached and all of that. So if you are reading it, you read with exactly what you have heard people say. Are you getting the point? But make sure that you read it your... You see, that's why as a believer, as much as you listen to the tapes and CDs of people, make sure you yourself study the word. It is so key. And that's why I asked you to bring your Bible to church. And we normally read also from the projector so that you know that you are reading the word. I'm not giving you an extension of what I have I felt that this is the way it means. All of us should scrutinize it so that we know exactly what it means. So look at it. What happened? As soon as what? Ananias had these. Did Peter call the Holy Ghost to kill him? Are you getting the point? No. As soon as he heard these words, what happened? He fell to the floor dead. So it was not Peter who killed Ananias. Hello. Okay, good. Everyone was terrified. And the younger man covered him with the sheet and took him out and buried him. Next. About three hours later, Mrs. Ananias We have the freshest Mrs. here. <laughs> she will be a good one. Not knowing what had happened, Peter asked her, did you people sell your... You see, Peter just inquired for her to come out. She said, oh, my husband did that. Oh. 
if you have a husband or a wife who cannot look into your face and tell you you are wrong, especially when it comes to the things of God, you are in danger. Let me say it again. Yeah. I said if you have a partner, a life partner, who cannot look into your face and tell you, sweetheart, as for this one, you are wrong. Especially when you are dealing with the Lord. It's dangerous. Yeah. So, look how what happened. The moment they asked her, yes! She replied, we did! Next. And Peter said, how could you and your husband even think of doing a thing like this? Conspiring together to test the spirit of God's ability to know what is going on. Listen to me very carefully. Anything you hear me say on this pulpit, I make sure Within my heart, I know it is true. Because some of these things, they are dangerous. Uh -huh. You can't say what God has not said. <laughs> Just outside that door, are the young men who buried your husband and they will carry you to <laughs> you out. <laughs> now, <laughs> watch it. Listen to me very carefully. Peter has already seen the first result. So he knew exactly what was going to happen. It's as simple as that. Because the first, he has seen. <laughs> that this is what happened. And the thing was a partnership. <laughs> so they all received the, the same reward. <laughs> Are you getting the point? Yes. A partnership. They will carry out you. Next. Instantly she fell to the floor. Dead. And the young man came in and seeing that she was dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Terror gripped the entire church and all others who heard what had happened. Do we fall victim to what Ananias and Sapphira did? So what has kept us? The grace. Glorious grace, grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come